Rough Talk VR. Welcome to another episode of Rough Talk VR, a weekly podcast with in-depth game reviews, exclusive developer interviews, and the latest Oculus Quest news. We join our hosts D Scruffles and Stratus2K1 today as they spend another episode breaking down and discussing the Oculus Quest virtual reality world. Hey, welcome to this episode of Rough Talk VR. Another one remote this week. And then, you know, my house is repaired now. Well, mostly repaired. There's kind of a hole in the ceiling, but I have pipes and everything's running. But so we'll be back in studio. Sad that you call a hole in the ceiling repaired. Hey, it's But it's under rustic. the circumstances of what it was. Yeah, that's a great fix. Hey, it's it's rustic. It's a very rustic look to my house. Ten gallons a minute coming out of your ceiling. <laughs> so next week we'll be back in person. But for today, one more day where we are remote. But we're talking about a great App Lab game called Dead Second, which, as you pointed out on Monday, came to us via recommendation of an Irish listener. Irish listeners. <laughs> he uh, he he <laughs> no said something. He, he said something along the lines of like, "Hey, love you guys. You know, love the podcast. I bought in games because of you guys. But you should check out Dead Second. And you know that warmed my heart so much. I was like, I got to check it out. And one of our, you know, our just long time." listeners discord helper moderator you know he's helped a lot with some of the back end podcast things shoes he was like oh you guys are gonna have a blast with this one so i was hyped going into it two strong recommendations yeah. right to start and i mean let's be real it's got 4.8 overall on the app lab store with 307 total ratings and 216 written reviews I will add to it's nineteen ninety nine on the App Lab store, which is a little bit more pricey for App Lab games, but that's also a good amount of reviews for an App Lab game. Yeah, uh, especially the the difference of the the ratings to reviews two sixteen. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. No. That's damn good. And then the game came out a little over a year ago. It came out uh, December. Well, actually, so it came out December sixth, twenty twenty one. So <laughs> it's two point five gigabytes as well. So I mean. You know, good size, yeah, and and for it shows VR games. It's not bad, especially for like a kind of an app lab game that I've somehow missed because it seems to have a, a pretty strong cult following. Mm-hmm. Um, and the game's what's described on the store page as a bullet time shooter, but oh my goodness, I skipped who made it. Uh, it's developed and published by <laughs> the store it said Sponge Games. I think that's how it's pronounced. It's S P U N G E. I'll jokingly say Spongy. Spongy, spongy. sounds fun. So it's it's Sponge Games, PTYLTD. I'll stick with my boy Spongy. Uh, So 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 it's described on the store as a bullet. Developers shake their head in disbelief as to what they're hearing. You gotta be kidding, (laughs) Spongy man! Come on, Spongy almost sounds like a mascot, like a little like a robot avatar guy. Spongy, Spongy. your little buddy. Uh, (laughs) So the games, like I said, described on the store as a bullet time shooter. And I, that's a really good way to put it. It's it remind you pointed out, and I agree with this a lot. It reminded it's got a lot of similarity to Crisis Brigade without yeah. the multiplayer. Had that feel to it. I, mm-hmm. I actually I said it feels like a better polished version of Crisis Brigade with no disrespect to Crisis Brigade because we like it. But, yeah, we loved it. But this one's only single player. Unfortunately. I think it was really more because of the gun sound, like the pistol you start with. Well, the gun sound and a little bit of the progression, too, but nonetheless. So the game, the way it works is there's eight missions in the game, but there's a little tutorial that they teach you as well. So if you want to count that as a mission, nine, but it's let's, let's stick with the core the missions. The legit missions, there's yeah. eight, yeah. 
eight, but on each one, there's easy, normal, and hard. So right off the top, you know, beating the level with each difficulty adds like a star. So you don't get three stars unless you beat each difficulty. So it's really 24 missions to me because I got to beat every mission. Yeah, at the minimum. At the the minimum. That's if you don't die during any levels at all ever. And then to make it better, there's a bunch of different weapons in the games, ranging from, you know, handguns to Uzis. That's pretty much it, actually. It's, well, no, it's it's all pistol and Uzi, but the pistols, they give you some of the full auto and, like, triple burst. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a decent amount of total weapons. Like 50 caliber, boom! <laughs> but just to add to the replayability of it, you know, in this game, there's a leaderboard for each mission as well. Well, they'll, they'll rank you by score, time, and accuracy. Uh, and there's a world ranking. It'll show your friends. And to keep things on equal grounds, each gun has its own leaderboard. And you can even dual wield guns. So you could be like, you know, a specific type of pistol in one hand and then the Uzi in the other. And there's a specific leaderboard for that. Or if you're just using the Uzi or you're just using the base pistol, whatever, each one has its own leaderboard. So it keeps it all on equal ground for like time, damage, and accuracy too. Which also means that, and I... There's no way I can do the math right now, but if you if you look at all the different combinations of weapons and each one of those combinations has a specific leaderboard to go with it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, if, if you're really trying to hit the leaderboard on every single one, it's like mm-hmm. it just seems like it's going to be a lot of friggin'. Yeah, I was content with hitting the leaderboards on each one with, with, with one weapon. I didn't need to do it on every single weapon, but I could because the game was, was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it's described bold time shooter, so... There's a shit ton of bullets coming at you. Uh, there's almost like stages in this. So you, let's say you, you load into the mission with your gun. Um, you like kind of like teleport move to different hotspot locations. And it'll give you like a green or orange outline for where you're about to teleport to. Green locations are like more standing ones. Uh, and then orange ones are crouching locations. But... You don't automatically crouch when you go to it. It's that's where a big reminiscence of Crisis Brigade comes into me, uh, because the teleporting, progressing through different spots in the mission. Because even once you clear an area, it'll say clear, then you teleport, kind of travel to the next one. And Crisis Brigade, you just hit like an arrow, and it brought you to the next one. Um, but between the <laughs> the positions I found myself in with crouching and just the traveling from you know stage to stage and clearing each one, that was the strongest. Uh, resemblance to Crisis Brigade to me. Um, but I found myself in, you know, to the crouching, some funny, funny positions as bullets are whizzing by me and I'm just hiding from my life, you know? Yeah. And they reward you for I mean, one of the key elements of this game is actually the the ability to chain kills. So if, if you can headshot somebody and shit, you got up to six, I think. Mm-hmm. But it'll slow down time too. So you have a chance to to dodge the bullets as they're coming at you. That's why I think the name Dead Second comes in, and I also yeah. think that's the trouble with multiplayer, which I wouldn't mind if they just turned off that feature for multiplayer. But yeah, as bullets are whizzing by you, it'll kind of like almost matrix a bullet time for a second, you know, yeah. you can real life head move. But if or you can keep or, chaining, the, the only way you're going to really get high on the leaderboard is you got a chain reaction that kills. So mm-hmm, they only it, give you a limited amount of seconds before before each kill before you lose your your multiplier i'll say yeah uh and so let's say you kill somebody without a headshot you kill one guy without a headshot 25 points 
But if you kill him with a headshot, like you said, 100 points. Now, after that, let's say, like you said, within the t- corresponding time, you kill enough people, go 100, 200, 300, 400, 500. And like you said, the, the highest I got was 600, which I think it went from legendary kill to monstrous kill or vice versa. Um, so you can see how if you weren't chaining kills or even getting headshots and you're just getting 25 points per kill. Oh, you'll, versus, you'll never top 10 it. Yeah. And then when you beat the level, each level ends with like you get to a terminal almost like a digital screen and you kind of like press a finish button. And then so you have your base score and then it gives you a bonus for time, how fast you cleared it, your accuracy. And I feel like there might be one other bonus there, but don't quote me on that. And then that adds up to your, you know, on top of your base score to your total ranking score. I think time was where I did the best. But what I'll give you credit on some of those later missions, I think it's level six or one of the. I don't remember which one it is. I I, I almost want to say six or seven, but with the Uzi, you you were ranked number one. When I saw that one in the world, baby. (laughs) When I saw that, I was like, ah, damn it, because I was obsessed with that beating you and shoes because both you guys kept coming up on my friends list with leaderboard for the Uzi. I was like, all right, we're both on the same same line. I thought, I guess the Uzi is pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, so I was kind of obsessed with beating you both. And when I saw the mission with, you know, we were ranked one, I was like, I'm, I'm screwed. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> it's going to take perfection to take this one. Yeah, no, I'm, I've actually posted with under, I'd say 10 and under on a, a handful of the levels, which is pretty good. And when yeah. I say levels, I mean, it could be easy, normal, hard. I don't know which one, but I would say really for matter. I would say for score, it was very common for me to place in the top maybe 7 to 30. And then for time, it was very common for me to place in the top 10. Time was definitely my best. Accuracy, I don't even talk about it. My accuracy was terrible. Yeah, I did really good with some of them, with the accuracy. Yeah, that was... Like a 70, 71% or something like that. Yeah, I noticed because I was obsessed with looking at everybody's scores. I, I, I noticed accuracy was definitely your strongest point. Whereas you weren't People exactly. So no, you're never going to see your, if your friend doesn't do the same loadout as you, you know, whether it be the single or the dual, which you have to purchase dual. But if they don't do that same loadout at you, you're not going to see him on the friend score. No. And we thought that there was a bug with the leaderboard or something like that at first, yeah. because <laughs> took we were, a minute. <laughs> you know, we were like, well, no, I know you did this mission and I saw you on the leaderboard for the last mission. So what's going on? And oh no, it's because one of us uses a different gun. For that mission now all of a sudden we don't see each other now it makes made so much sense once we figured it out and that's actually the most fair way to do it because how are you going to compare somebody using an uzi to somebody using the base base pistol or one of like the yeah no you can't the that's smaller round pistol it's not fair yeah but there's a there's a pretty healthy amount of guns and money's a big thing in this game uh you know whatever your score is at the end you earn that equivalent in cash but you can then go to buy other guns. Cash. You mean cash, cash comes out of my headset? Cash money, baby. No, no, the in-game, the in-game money to buy other weapons in the game. Uh, so there's, a, like I said, a pretty healthy amount of weapons, but you kind of got to buy them all twice if you really want to be obsessed and buy everything because you got to buy it one-handed, then you got to buy the left hand for it. You got to buy the second hand for it too. Um, so you can buy a bunch of different guns, and then there's a bunch of different gun skins, and each gun has its own skin, and then there's a pretty healthy amount of different hand skins because this is a, a floating hands game, which I, don't, I really didn't care about at any point. 
Uh, I have appreciation for the full arms, the full body, and I also have appreciation for floating hands. I think both were good. Uh, and then this one, you can customize your floating hands by buying different glove skins. And some of them are pretty freaking cool. Like discovered it pretty late in the game. You know, I didn't, I didn't really look at it too early. I was like, I, I had bigger priorities and that was kicking ass and buying new guns. But when I eventually did look at the gloves, I was like, all right, that that's actually pretty cool. I own every glove. Yeah, I think you told uh, didn't you say you bought all the gun skins still? Uh, a handful of the gun skins, but definitely all the gloves. Yeah, I have uh, all the weapons, a uh, pretty healthy amount of the gloves, and a couple of the gun skins. Not all the gloves. Like, though. the next time I play it, I'll probably own all the gun skins, mm-hmm. which leads me to, to That's my the issue. A- yeah. That- <laughs> you know, it's like, I'll still go after some of the leaderboards, because I'm like, hmm, I, I did really poorly, and I don't know why, but... Yeah, I'm I gonna, had those. I'm gonna hit a wall sooner or later. Oh yeah, no doubt. And I mean, so the unless there's more levels coming and more shit, then I'll because yeah. there's a new gun that drops and a new level, then you know that you have nine levels that you can do with this gun to place on the, the leaderboard for it, right? And uh, you know, I mean, they did a good job giving all the different replayability potential that they have with what's in the game. But yeah, uh, you you, you will hit a wall. I mean, for Eventually. me personally, once I buy everything. I'm not going to be the one to be obsessed with being on the leaderboard with every single weapon. You know, that's I'm just late. me personal. <laughs> but what is cool is if they drop three levels, like you said, that's nine levels, really. So it's like anytime you, if you, if they do add more content, it stacks, it adds up very, very quickly. Too. Yeah. It just went up to, to 27 times now. Yeah. No, if you're going to, if you're going to play each easy, normal, hard on each one with the new gun mm-hmm. to get on that leaderboard, then yeah. And they also did a good job. I mean, it's they know that you're going to hit a wall. So, I mean, even in the shooting range they give you. Yeah, because there's a shooting range area. It's all reward-based. So you can post on the leaderboard for mm-hmm. how many seconds. And it's like they might have the target dummy. And you got to hit the head first. Because if you hit the midsection first, it's going to fall apart. And I am on the leaderboard in that one, too, for a couple of, a couple of weapons. Yeah, and the shooting range, they have two different practice areas they have the full body one which you were talking about where you can you hit the the kind of dummies the target dummies and then they have another one which is like you know circular targets that you hit the classic like you know i don't know gun target for lack of a better term yeah and they have a move and stuff like that yep there's different levels to them i think five or six different levels on each one and they i won't say they get progressively harder but each one's different and then you know you have a, a score for each one and what I noticed is that because in the full body one, I was trying to beat your score pretty, pretty hard. It's not about how quick you do it too. Cause you can do it quick as hell. Like let's say you just like boom, 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 pretty much one shot, all the dummies. You didn't get a whole bunch of shooting points. So you're not going to play super high on the leaderboard. You have to kind of balance doing it fast and shooting as many like limbs and parts as you can fast. So it was, it was actually pretty challenging. I mean, technically, in the technical sense, and I'm just not good enough yet to do it, but you can headshot the dummy and then take off the, like, hands and then the arms and the feet and the legs and then the chest, Mm because the second you hit that chest, it all comes falling apart. But you can pick up, I think it's five points for each limb, for each dummy. So that's really, like, six shots a dummy or some shit like that. But if you're good enough, then you'll do Mm -hmm. it, and you'll rack up the most points for sure. But they also reward you for how close you got to the bullseye on the the target. So just because you hit the target doesn't mean you're going to get full points for it. Yeah. 
No, you, and hit it, it, you hit it center on, you'll get the higher points. Yeah, I went to it completely thinking it was going to be like speed against dolls. The first, you know, the quicker that you can do it, the better. Yeah. And no, I was no. I was proven very wrong. <laughs> I did the but, same thing. I went ripping across it. Did, mm-hmm. did, 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 did. I was like, and I'm like, yeah. And, and I had like, no oh, ranking. Did a, I came in 167. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell was this? I wasn't calm down that. for a minute. So they they at least gave you other things to play to kind of mm-hmm. prolong the and there's achievements in the, the game too. Stuff. There's like twenty yeah. something achievements. You know, ranging from buying all the guns to, you know, don't get hit at all during a a mission because you have X amount of health. You have less health on per difficulty. um, And then you can kind of, you know, recover health through a mission by picking up stars and stuff like that. No hearts. Uh, Hearts. Yeah. Not stars. Sorry. Shoot Uh, at the heart. Yep. So you pick up a heart, you regenerate some health. But on, you know, example on easy, it's going to refill you back up to you know full health but on harder you're only going to recover one health you know so it's it definitely gets harder as it goes up but yeah if you can manage to not get hit at all in any level boom that's an achievement you buy all the guns that's an achievement there there's a bunch of different ones like i said there's there's over 20 so that adds a little bit to the replayability i'll give them credit for the stars and the leaderboards because that's actually something i've shouted out to games before as like things that they could add to add more replayability. Like, imagine if this game didn't have, you know, the, a star for completing on each different difficulty, so you weren't incentivized to, you know? Yeah. Uh, and there was no leaderboard. The, the, no, it, would it, be, it would be nothing. It would be a one and done. So I think, you know, I'm still freaking playing it. Yeah, so I think that that's definitely, it, it proves the point I always make for developers. It's like, it, you know, just adding a three-star ranking for <laughs> missions and leaderboards adds and a shit ton of replayability. It sounds so silly, but it does. Again, even Iron... I always point out Iron Guard because a tower defense like game like that should not have sucked us into playing the same missions over and over again. Because that's not usually how I play tower defense games. If there's like linear missions, progressive, I usually beat a mission, I'm done with it. But I kept going back into Iron Guard even after the three stars and why. Because of the leaderboards. Why did I replay some missions in this? To beat your score for the leaderboards. Like, it sucks you back in. It's such a simple thing, but it definitely... It adds so much replayability and value to a game. Um, I don't remember how long ago we got Iron Guard. It was over a year ago, wasn't it? Oh my goodness, I don't even want to try to imagine when at this I point. Still go, but for point of th- reference for it, I still go back in it. Only for the sole purpose to see where I sit on the leaderboard. See? If I'm like, oh, I feel like I can top 10 it, then I'll start hacking at the level again. Mm-hmm. And knowing so that even after all this time, I'll still go back in it. And knowing that you're top 10 with some of these missions with the Uzi, you don't think in six months you're going to pop in and see what's up? Of course see I am. Still I do the up. same thing with Unplugged. Yep. So leaderboards, man. For so Even, you know, most games can support it in terms of gameplay and in some sort of immersive way. If you would do missions, it's without a doubt that your game can support leaderboards and star ratings. So you know, hats off to to Spongy. You know they they Spongy Spongy. <laughs> they they really increased the the replayability with this in a very simple way. Um, and again, doing each weapon having its own leaderboard. Genius. Didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah I totally didn't expect that. No, I don't know why I didn't because I I knew the minute I was able to have dual Uzis that I was going to do better on any level I did. <laughs> and I think that's when it really clicked to us, too. Yeah. It was like, well, like oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So they don't handicap you at all. Well, I, I always love when we think something's a bug and not working wrong or not working right, and then it turns out, nope, that's that's a feature. It's working <laughs> correct. You're just not figuring it out. 
Uh, so no, then and again, it, it it wouldn't be fair to have every games be on the this. I'm sorry, every weapon on the same leaderboard. Ooh. And they do give you an auto reload and a manual reload option. I'll be honest with you, I stuck with with auto reload. That was my jam for these type of bullet time games. Yeah, I, I don't need the the realistic loading, but they give but, you the option. But you will get rewarded for it. Yeah, I don't. I forget in your achievements. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you do one mission, manual reload, you uh, you you complete an achievement. But I don't remember if you get like a point bonus. I imagine you should. You know, usually these type of games give you some some toy type of. It's all, always money. Yeah. With, um, these rewards. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, you know, so they do give you the option. I stuck with auto though, and for auto reload, it's not like you're just shooting. And then when it hits zero, it just refreshes to to more ammo. You got to point your gun down, and then it'll reload. Again, yeah, it reloads. It reloads fast. Yeah, each one has their different reload speed as well. Mm-hmm. You'll see it. You know, there's kind of like a bar on the gun as it's reloading, so you'll know the progression of it. Yeah, and these in these bullet time games that are like super high paced, bullets flying everywhere at me, a bunch of different enemies, especially leaderboards and stuff like that. I'm I'm set. I don't I don't need the super realistic reloading. I'm happy with auto. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. That's funny. Pop one doesn't have auto reload. No, Pop one doesn't have auto reload. But uh, and that's that's pretty stressful at times. I agree, but it's not bullet time. You know what I mean? No, like, I I get it. Imagine get it. Mother Gunship if you needed to reload your gun, you'd be fucking dead. Exactly. And there's sometimes in this game where it's like, dude, I, I had like. Six enemies, and I really wanted that monster kill, or whatever. Or there's just a bunch of people popping up next to me, and it's like I, I was I was grateful to have the auto reload. It it made my life easier. But some people hate that auto reload shit, and they're they're they would freak out if manual reload didn't exist. So they they do cater to both crowds very well. Yeah, there's a good amount of settings in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> this is when I turned the audio down on because bullets yeah. were well because well, we party chatted too. Yeah, it was completely dominating our party chat. (laughs) It's not pretty loud. It was like, even with the bullet audio down pretty low, I was like, damn, this shit's coming up. Probably I'm seeing that more and more in in games where certain sections or the game itself is just abnormally loud. Yeah, not balanced audio is what I would say. Yeah, it's really cranked up the, the, which is fine. I mean, just, it would suck worse if the dead that happened and they gave you no option to go in game and turn it down mm-hmm. like no you deal with it but that's usually the case with some games when you load in and it's loud you can't mm-hmm. change that setting and i don't know if we touched on this yet but something that kind of pleasantly surprised me on this game was the graphics uh yeah they weren't bad i expected i wasn't expecting I expected that. real i don't want to say low budget but indie you're expecting like expect some indie all. graphics yeah you know, just <laughs> in my head but i was pleasantly surprised especially the character models it's like i i kind of went the hands <laughs> yeah the gloves well no the character models of the guys that you're icing oh yeah, yeah you're you know and i'll say too there's a little story on each mission too like a little synopsis of what's going on that i only started to read those probably by mission six or seven then i went back and read all the other ones that i browsed through because i was like oh yeah i should probably know what's going on huh i should pay attention to the whole reason why i'm going on murder sprees and, and yeah. i'm usually the story guy too so it's funny that that's how it is uh, but I did end up going back and reading them. But yeah, it was funny. At first, I was like, I went back and I started paying attention to it because I was like, this is in like Mission 6. And I was like, is my guy the douchebag? Like, 
am I on the the am I a good guy quote unquote am I a bad guy like what's the, what's going on am I just going in these warehouses and just icing people for just cold blooded murder is this supposed to be something like FBI SWAT team stuff what's going on so I had to go I had to go back and figure out the the moral situation of my floating hand gentleman that I was playing as well there's been some other games we've played where even though there was a story, it was still questionable whether you were the good guy or bad guy. You're like, you know, you're the one going out of your way to go into these buildings. Dude, I feel you're like the one who's just like, you know, someone goes into a building and there's people with guns. Well, they're just trying to defend their space. And then your character comes in and just throwing grenades and shit. This game has no grenades, but just, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't remember what game it like, specific was, but there's one that stuck out to us. Was it? Yeah, it's like, I don't really know if I'm a. Am I on the good side or am I, I freaking terrorist just wreaking havoc? I don't know if it was zero caliber. I don't remember which game it was, but I couldn't figure out my moral yeah. place at all. Yeah, it hit me halfway <laughs> through the game too. I was like, oh. But when you said, because we were on party chat when you said it, you go, is my guy a douchebag? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you know what? He could be, you know? You no, only but, know what you're told. No, but yeah, you go back to the synopsis. It's like <laughs> your guy's supposed to be on the morally good side they don't really leave it gray moral killings these are yes these are these are ethical mass murder massacres is what they are i got i got my license to kill i keep it behind my my driver's license in my wallet i got a second little pouch goes right in there my license to kill authorized by the fbi (laughs) (laughs) FBI. no you got james bond at 007 (laughs) he's the only one with a true license to kill (laughs) i asked my dad when i was a kid if that was a real thing because we used to watch the old James Bonds. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can you really is can you really do that? Mm-hmm. You they fill out a certification that, exam. No, the license to kill. I know. Do you fill out like a paper? Yeah. Like, how do you do it? Like I knew you had to be in England and shit. So I was like, <laughs> so he gave me like that double edged answer of like, well, no, there's no agent 007 mm-hmm. in England with a license to kill, but there is. And then explained like mercenaries and all that shit. <laughs> Which I then, you know, little kid dude. Then you're probably like, like, I want to be a I'm mercenary. Like, yeah, he, he related it to the A-team. He's like, you know the A-team. And um, <laughs> I'm like, wow, people actually get paid to do that? And then I remember going into, like, the local store at the time in, in the center of town and getting, like, the Soldier of Fortune magazine. You know, fucking mm-hmm. little kid. <laughs> Thinking that, like, mercenary was, like, a legit thing. Like, you know, where do you apply? Just casually do it. Yeah, you yeah I, I was McDonald's. just like, oh, okay. I guess that's a thing people can do. I had no idea. I thought it was all adventure and shit. I didn't know, like, you know. You think somewhere there's some eight-year-old, nine-year-old going into LinkedIn or Indeed right now, typing in mercenary for hire just to explore the possibilities? Well, the fact that it's a thing, I mean, it's creepy, man, (laughs) when you really think about it. I mean. Yeah, I think mercenaries were usually used like, uh, I don't know, don't quote me. I'm not a military guy, but I think it's usually like we would use them overseas in areas that maybe we don't want to. Send yeah, we're not using them on the streets or, of Arizona. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you hire a mercenary for like hitman stuff, which I think is no. where some people's brain would go. It would be like, oh, you know, just back up like non-military troops that are going oh, Blackwater military. security. Yeah, back you know what I'm saying. They, you know? they would. That was a good definition of mercenary. I guess. <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, got a little. You know what? That's. I feel like my guy was a mercenary in this game. Yeah, that, that's that's the feel I got of him. You know. Pro tip, though, if you really (laughs) want to place high in that leaderboard, I wouldn't even say this is like a spoil or anything, because you're going to play the level a couple of times no matter what, Mm -hmm. is when you figure out how many guys come out per section, Mm -hmm. 
you can like sometimes I'll hide. It's going to cost you some time, but getting a mega kill and or shooting four yeah, or five so it adds up for it is a better deal than the three seconds it took to just hold off and wait for more people to come out because they will come out in time to progression. Mm-hmm. Well, kind so of. I try to let them. I try to let them build up in certain areas, and then well, I can pop out and take out four to five. Well, that's some stuff I would start be start doing by hard mode because it's like on easy. Some, sometimes, even though it's easy, it wasn't always my easiest run on it because it's the first time I'm playing that level. Yeah. Whereas on hard, it's much harder. But I've already beaten it twice. I already know how to do it. And like you said, at that point, you know, once you really know the level, yeah, you might wait a moment. You you already know which stage, how many enemies are gonna pop out. Yeah. Sometimes on easy mode, like. I'd get shot once or twice, and I'd be like, where the hell are these bullets coming from? Oh, he's way up in that building up there, and I can't see him. Yeah, because I need to teleport over there. So then by the time I hit hard mode, it's like, let me take out this sucker in the window right away, because I don't want to deal with him uh, later. So you learn. So even though you go up in difficulty, you you learn the level, it gets a little easier. So it's it's a little balance. Yeah, and then you start doing speed runs because you want to get in your head you're going to be the top 10 in speed records. Mm-hmm. That was my man, biggest one, and I did a lot. fast, man. Yeah, dude, I finished top 10 in speed a lot. That Crazy. was easy Because I was just like, bam, 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 with that. I, w- I would just That's the thing, teleport. too. I'm number one in the world for overall score. For overall score. But if you check the accuracy on me for that, it's not number one. Mm-hmm. If you check the time, it's not number one. So it's like... That's just trying to place in all three in one oh, run. I, I don't think I've is, ever seen somebody probably have the, the ultimate achievement. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen in a level. I don't think you somebody, can do it. Well, because I don't think you could in in one single run, but you would have to, you know, say in this run I'm going to dedicate to trying to be the most accurate. In this run I'm going to try to yeah, dedicate to you, getting the overall score. This run correct. I'm going to try to be the fastest because no way. Because in order to get the highest score, like you said, you might have to sacrifice some time. Yeah. And in order to sacrifice some time, you might have to, you know, not have the most optimum killing opportunity. So you got to balance it. I wonder how many people have actually played it. Yeah. Well, for, for I mean, a good amount of game, reviews. Yeah. Like I said, for an app lab game, 307 isn't, isn't bad at all. I'm actually, I was, I was impressed. Uh, yeah. So, that's not too bad, actually. No. Especially for app lab. I mean, the game did come out a little over a year ago, but. You can tell yeah, it kind of has I wonder if there's of... any more future content coming for it. So when I was, you know, doing some research on the game before we review it, you know, you know, it's always good to do. I noticed that there were some articles from around August of like, you know, dead second adding more levels. So there was less levels, it appears, when the game first came out mm-hmm. and they added more levels around August. You know, whether or not right. more is coming from there from, you know, since then, I don't know. If if they've abandoned it since then, they're, they're moving on. But at one point, they did add more levels, so it wasn't completely, you know, drop and move on. And like you said, just adding a new weapon, even just adding one or two levels and then a new weapon. Oh my god, so much more content just on that. That's Imagine those couple things. Throwing knives. Oh, stop it! <laughs> stop it! Because like Great. you said, there is no grenades. There's no throwing element in this game, but mm-hmm. that's not to say that there will never be. I mean, I think that it could work in this game. It would actually be pretty fun because, like, there's environmental stuff we didn't mention. There's probably the only thing that we didn't mention yet that I think we're probably ready to get get to the the final thoughts and review and stuff like that. But there's environmental stuff, 
So there might be like a explosive barrel that you shoot and then, you know, area of effect thing, anybody near it dead. So it does the cool comic book graphics too. When you get like headshots and explosions. Yeah. And you'll see uh, the bam. Yeah. 100, you know, and then like with the Uzi, the Uzi, the, the bullets rebound. So you can get 125 points for getting a rebound kill. But that's just the Uzis. Other guns rebound. That's, that's a, Thank you for specifying that. I just yeah. spent so much time using just the Uzi that... Yeah, the pistols. I, yeah, they, they rebound as well. Yep. Yeah. So when you... <laughs> You'll take a hit on accuracy trying to do nothing but rebound shots. Yeah, I was actually going to say, don't <laughs> don't don't try to bank on it. But kind of to your thing about no like intended. waiting and timing and everything like that, when you first go into a, a new stage, a new area of a level... Not everybody's going to see you right away. So you might have a, a moment where you can duck and people will keep walking around. So sometimes when you first go into an area, if you shoot the barrel right away, it's going to kill nobody. But if you wait five seconds, two or three guys might be near it and you might be able to get a triple kill in one bullet just triple by being kill. patient. Yeah. And then it's, then you just go and you pop some other guy in the head, pop some other guy in the head, pop some other guy in the head, and you get that amazing, you know, Whatever it is, the six kill monster kill, whatever they called it. Yeah, no, it's good you got that. I'm good with the five ones. I can do those a lot, but the six is like six was the highest one. I got. I'm sure you could get a seven, but I'm sure somebody's done it because I think there's some stages that there were seven enemies. But yeah, one of the end stages on I think level eight has yep. def- definitely more than seven. I know, but exactly I think the, the timing of when they come out, I don't yes. know if you can chain it. It's funny because I know exactly what you're talking about. Because I yeah. was thinking, like, this is the one that I'm gonna break my sixth record, and I, and nope. no, yeah, there was like five <laughs> seconds in between each one coming out, so it was tough. Ah, oh, the the game was freaking good. I enjoyed the experience all out. I yeah, remember when I hope I hope more people are able to play it. Yeah, I, I remember get exposed to it. Well, I think that this could be one that would could have a place on the official store, in my opinion. It could. I had I had a blast with it. I think the biggest holdback to it. And again, how it would work with the bullet time element, whether they would just have to drop it for this mode, which would probably be the safest bet, in my opinion. But I think a multiplayer in this game would take the game to a whole different level in terms of of replayability, similar to how Crisis Brigade does it. I think they would have to up the difficulty, like, tremendously. Oh, you would just have to include more, more enemies per area. But I would sacrifice multiplayer, believe it or not, for... More content? More content. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because I really enjoy it. And I don't I don't mind I know, right? Weird. Usually I'm like right on board with the multiplayer thing and I'm not disagreeing with you because I love multiplayer. Yeah, it's not like if the future is a choice between like, hey, we're gonna give you three or four more levels every six months or keep the eight and we'll add multiplayer. I'd be like, eh, I'll take the levels. Wow. You know? <laughs> so I more think that that's it. I think that's a testament that it's a damn good game. Yeah, I really, I really not every game that has leaderboard I, I go after, but for some reason, and I didn't start it with this. I was just going to play this just to play it. No, I'll tell you what happened. Comfortable and, but, you, you scored high on one level, and that's yeah. all it takes. <laughs> yeah. You fucking exactly probably got like a 37, and you're like, oh, wait, motherfucker, say what? That wasn't my best. I know I, know. I can do better. Yeah. Because no, that's exactly what happened to, to me. That's exactly. <clears throat> there's I truth start, to that. I started scoring high on the leaderboard, and I was like, I know oh, I can possible. do better than that. Yeah, and I was like, I know that wasn't my best. So, I know, especially the first runs through, where you're like, oh, I don't really know what. And then what you I'm see, going. I think my first level I did, I think I was like ranked like 
117, 120. And I was like, oh, there might be something to this. And then I was, and then once the first time I got like 60, I was hooked. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Call me number one, baby. Call me king. Yeah, it's double-edged because the more people that play it, it's like mm-hmm. you got to keep checking yourself on that leaderboard because oh, if, if this game coming for it. If this game hit the official store next week, we would be toast on the leaderboard. We'd be gone in, in a day, I think. I don't know, man. <laughs> I like the challenge. I'll keep I don't checking. know. No, there's no, because there's absolute beasts that will get yeah, that's what I'm saying. and make it like a career to we'll beat do. everyone. We follow games pretty pretty strong, right? It's not like we're casual VR users. You know, we we're big on <laughs> app lab no, games. Can't even install all the games on my headset. And this one escaped us. We missed it. It it wasn't until Irish or Irish friend over there. <laughs> Irish. The I don't pond. think his name is Irish. I think uh, he's from Dublin. Patty, you know, I don't know. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. You want to pick a fucking fight, do you? <laughs> I'll come down uh, here and kick your fucking ass. Or across the pond, friend pointed it out. Uh, I had never heard of it, and then, like I said, once I brought it up to shoes, and she was like, "Oh, dude, you're gonna like that game." I was like, "How the hell did I miss this one? Because it this sounds freaking good." Then I see four point eight. I'm like, "Damn, how how did I miss this?" So I think no, it, I I when you would send me the the message and I saw it, I was like, "It's a no brainer." Mm-hmm. So we got I got a game. soft spot for Ireland anyway. <laughs> in there spent a couple of weeks there i'm happy well you know what anytime a listener you know they reach out and they go hey can you review this you know i feel i just always picture it in the accent so if it's somebody from a cool place you know if you're from england or australia or new zealand or ireland france i'm i'm reading the message in whatever convoluted accent i've created for you <laughs> <laughs> i promise you <laughs> no i uh... We have some Discord members from the UK. We actually, I feel like the VR scene in general is pretty strong in the UK. Yeah, it is. Have, I, would, some, I would say statistically we could back that up. Yeah, we have a we have a pretty strong user base of Discord users, like you said, from the UK. Like in comparison to the American user, sometimes like a bigger ratio than you would think. Dude, there was a time we were playing Pop One, and um, like we still don't, but like when we were playing like every night. And we there was just a lot of nights before they had the server location settings you could pick. We'd get teamed mm-hmm. up with a lot of UK, even a lot of Australia. That blew my mind because I'm looking at the time we're playing, and I'm like, Jesus, man, it's almost like four in the morning there. What are you, what are you doing? I know the bars are just getting out, but they're just opening. That's funny. One of the two. <laughs> no, I loved England too. Yeah, other soft spot. No, but- Australia's on the bucket list though. No, but th- this game was uh was great. Uh, is there anything you wanted to say about it before we get into our our final thoughts and review? I I, I can't think of anything we missed. On, no, like- I love. I actually am starting to become more of a fan of letting someone else make a suggestion on what they'd like to see us play versus picking it ourselves. You know, Cause- cherry picking because you know sometimes. I might have a run of like, and I know I'm guilty of it, where I've like been like, dude, we got to do this one, this one, this one, you know, and just by doing that, I'm overlooking some other things, obviously. So when somebody reaches out and they're like, hey, it'd be cool if you do this one, and I I kind of enjoy it a little more. Well, and there's some genres that we ignore, like, admittingly, horror games. Horror. And it's been something that's horror. been 
been advocated strongly, I'd say, in our Discord recently that people want to see us play a horror game, especially one of our Patreon, you know, supporters, Crispy. He wants Crispy. to see us. He wants to see us play Cosmo Dread very badly. Because he, because I've admitted it, I'm a wuss. I'm gonna shit my pants. I'm, I'm not gonna hold up. See, I watched the trailer all. for that one, and to me, did, I'm, I don't think I'm gonna be scared for that one. Well, here's the thing that I've noticed about myself: space, I can handle better than like haunted woods, mansion, medical centers, medical center, yeah, <laughs> sane asylum, <laughs> yeah, something Great about beards. like something about spooky shit in space. It's like, well, I kind of expect that in space. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be scared shitless. Yeah, I don't know. My spaceship is broken. It's dark and cold. I'm yeah, I'm pretty scared. <laughs> I don't need need a monster. So, but we're gonna do it. Yeah, you want to give um before we wrap it up though. You yeah, we before... take our gratuitous pause. Yep, in just a moment we'll uh, we'll take a, a little listener break or a listener break, <laughs> a little advertising <laughs> break. We'll take a, a message from our podcast sponsors. But like always, I want to give a. Uh, you know, a call to action, I'd say. I'd say, hey, you know, if you guys... <laughs> if you're like... If you've been enjoying the show, like always, subscribe, rate us five stars. Easiest way to get the content, you know, the newest episodes ASAP. And rating five stars. Whenever I see a new five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, wherever, warms my heart so much. Makes so, me smile. Yeah, it's always cool to hear. But, you know, the biggest thing that I love to push is please go check out our Discord server. You know, if you enjoy the podcast, that is the place to be. You know, it's it grows week by week. I swear people are joining faster and faster. I think there was a time where, like, seeing one or two new people a week was, like, you know, a huge number. Mm. And now sometimes we'll see one or two a day. You know, it's, it's really cool. Uh, so it's growing, but it's a very welcoming, non-toxic vibrant community of just vr yeah, no fault of its own it's become somewhat all ages i'll say but mm -hmm. everyone seems to be saying nothing's always perfect you know but there's no toxicity people figure out real quick it's more laid back than it is like hyper so i think most people just follow the lead of what others are doing but it's it's pretty fun freaking place no i agree i agree and i also want to give a shout out for our patreon supporters uh, because we're we do, on discord who are on discord because we have a patreon which you can find in the show notes for the podcast which is also where you can find the discord link uh in our patreon you know you can find you know an exclusive discord channel you know you can get on-air shout outs you can there's a whole bunch of different stuff we have a whole bunch of different tiers so it's a great time but i want to shout out our patreon supporters we have, and we've gained a couple in the last couple weeks, too. This, this is cool. We're up to five. We have Rick Fu, Emily, a gentleman named Dimitri, our boy Crispy, and Shoes. These are our Discord or Patreon supporters. Uh, so, you know, huge thank you to these five people. You know, we have the advertisers that help keep the, the lights on, but, you know, seeing the Patreon list grow, that's one more avenue that helps us get closer to being full-time vr you know podcasters so if you enjoy listening to what uh, listening to what we do and you want to help us go full-time patreon's a cool way to help do it in the meantime we'll be back with you in just a moment with our final thoughts and rating newsflash gentlemen valentine's day is almost here and by the grace of cupid our friends at manscaped are coming with the best tools to get your boys downstairs ready for this special occasion 
I'd like to propose making February 13th National Shave Your Balls Day. Who's with me? Get lucky this V-Day. And join the 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use the code ROUGHTALKVR for 20% off plus free shipping. Guys, if you're going to spend all that money buying your significant other roses and chocolate, make sure you give her the most important gift this year, and that would be some fresh balls. The holidays went by so quickly. Did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The Platinum Package from Manscaped is the all-encompassing package that every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special. The headliner in this package is the Lawnmower 4.0. The trimmer's advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate parts. It even has a 4000K LED spotlight so you can shave anywhere your heart desires. Did I mention it's waterproof too? This package also includes the Weed Whacker, nose and ear hair trimmer to whack all the worst of your weeds. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts, their shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs to keep your boys stored comfortably. No platinum package is complete without the ultimate hygiene bundle to get you fresh from head to toe. This bundle includes Manscaped's premium body wash, two-in-one shampoo, body plus ball deodorant, plus much more. Infused with aloe vera and sea salt, Manscaped's body wash will leave your skin feeling clean, fresh, and hydrated all date night long. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ROUGHTALKVR at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code ROUGHTALKVR. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. And we're back with our final thoughts and rating for Dead Second made by Spongy. 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 I can't wait to get a, a long... You're gonna get a message, definitely, with a, with a pronunciation. But you know what? Breakdown. My attitude is is like, look, everybody's seen the you know, spongy pronounced, and then they. I've seen people do it with their own names. Spongy. Most times it's yeah, not the phonetic spelling. Yeah, exactly. Pronounced yeah. this way. Hey, as so far it's as not I'm my fault, and it's not your fault. Yeah, that's my. As far what as is I'm our concerned. fault is when we flood out makeup names for shit and then <laughs> adopt it as being gospel, and that's not. We're morphing two games into one with a name. Elven table tennis. Yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> or last clock, last clock winder or winder winder. winder I kept winder. saying. Uh, so, <laughs> so did I go first or or did you go first last time for the final thoughts and rating? I believe I you did last week. Okay, so like for... always. So yeah, yes. we always we always try to volley it back and forth. So if I went first last time, then you go first this time. But you know sure we always we screw it up every month. That's all right. I'm sure somebody's like, dude, it's so easy to remember. He went first last time. Why is he going to go again? It's not uh, that easy. So we got gameplay, aesthetics, functionality, replay, replayability, and value. Those are our five categories, each broken one to 20, with the total of those five categories making the final score. So you want to you wanna kick it off, Cowboy? Yes. Sir. <laughs> well, thank you very much there, Pilgrim. Um. This was a weird one to score. In some areas, I actually struggled with a little bit, and I'm guessing you did the same. Um, even as I'm getting ready, it's like I'm still on the cusp of some things that, like, so I'm just saying it's a hard one. I will say it's fun. So the gameplay is, like, better than I thought it would be based on learning what I learned about it prior to just jumping right in and playing it. So I... I I'm going to give him a 20 for gameplay. 
some things that they did, I'll say kind of like the teleport movement at first, really kind of like bothered me to the point where I was like, nope, this is already going to be a 15, I can tell. But if you if you have faith in it, <laughs> just press the button and then poof, it pops you to which one you chose to go to. In some cases, it could only be one choice. But And you recognize that it's always going to put you in the best possible facing position. Because I would find myself teleporting and then turning my body left or right and not realizing, no, just have faith in the process. And it works. But I, I give them a, a 15. They've, they've really created, I think, something special as far as a genre that's kind of been done before, but they're adding their own unique take on it, especially to get you to keep playing it. Um, I'm sorry, a 20. I said 15, didn't I? But it's a 20. I apologize. I tried to backtrack. Aesthetics, I do give them a 15. There's certain areas that I would give them a 20 in, like glove detail. I think they do a, a great job with the actual guns. They do a good job. You mentioned the NPCs that you fight, you know, they don't do a bad job, but I give them a 15, um, combination of sound effects coupled with the graphics, but the graphics aren't bad at all. They really, they're really good. Um, functionality. I had no glitches. I didn't get kicked out of nothing. I didn't get dropped. I didn't complete a level in my score. It wasn't recognized other than being naive to the, Oh, each weapon's its own thing. I get it. Um, so I do give them a 20 in functionality. Replayability, currently right now as it stands, it's a 15. This is another one I was on the fence with because I'm like, I'm still going to be playing it for a little while, but I know that wall's right there. I see the wall. I'm running to it. Um, so I'm real anxious to see what they, they have for the future of it. But currently I would give it a 15 because technically the combinations it just it's ridiculous the amount of hours you'd have to spend to really finish every single level with every single gun combination and value for money you said earlier 1999s on the higher end for app lab i would agree with that 1499 seems like probably the home run price for for this but i didn't spend my life making it and making the sacrifices so who the who the hell am i but I give them a 20 for value for money. I think I think you more than get your money's worth for longevity. And if they continue to add stuff, it's just going to make it that much greater. So 2015, 2015, 20 should be a 90. Oh, good. Good stuff. I think we're going to mostly agree. And uh, I, I do agree with what you said. There are some categories that were very tough for me. You know, I wanted to... Uh, can I was tell going, gameplay I was on the, the cusp of the fifteen twenty. It just, I mean, it even came out of my mouth as a 15 the second mm-hmm. time I said it. Well, I, I think aesthetics, replayability, and value, those were all very tough categories for me, too. And it's like, most of these I was going back and forth between 15 or 20, and it's like, geez, this game could get anywhere from, you know, I was giving it on the low end an 80 to depending on how I was really going to score it. Could it even get 100? I was like, damn, this is a, this is a tough one, yeah. so... Uh, in the end, though, you know, this is what I ended up saddling on, and it, I think it's pretty similar to yours. So, gameplay, uh, clean clean 20 for me. I enjoyed the gameplay. I agree. The teleport, I was mad skeptical about at first. Uh, I was like, damn, I, just, I, I like smooth walking. I like smooth turning. I don't want to teleport, but the teleport actually made sense for the way the gameplay of the, the game works with the hot spots and... It, it, I didn't mind it by level three. You know, I think I just had initial bias going into it. In the end, the game was fun as hell. 
found myself playing the same levels over and over again just to beat your scores, you know, get high on the leaderboard. So gameplay, 20. Super fun bullet time game. I do wish that there was multiplayer. Selfishly, I, I, I love co-op and and all that, but I think the game is shines, you know, extremely strong even without it as just a single-player game. So gameplay, 20. Aesthetics, oh man, this one was was definitely the toughest category for me. I was like, do I go 15 or do I go 20? I was like, the the graphics were really surprisingly good, and it, it, it was so much of a shock, it almost made me want to go 20. But in the end, I went 15 on aesthetics. Um, you know, like I said, really good graphics, not good enough to be a 20. It's not cutting edge enough, but it's it's really good. Like I said, shockingly good. And the sounds and everything, they, they were good too, if, if, if not sometimes too loud, but still good. Uh, so aesthetics, 15 functionality i gave them a 20 i didn't personally have any glitches or anything like that uh the game even worked pretty good with like environmental stuff always working correct you know ricochet shots you know the the rebound kills and stuff like that so functionality was an easy category for me that was probably the only like clean cut easy category so functionality 20 uh replayability you know i could see an argument for 20 and if somebody was like dude that game's, you know, I play it every week. I'd be like, cool, cool beans. I, I completely understand. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. For me, I ended up going 15 on replayability. Uh, they did damn, you know, everything in their power with what the game offers right now. Three different difficulties, each difficulty completely representing a star, plus the leaderboard, plus the achievements, plus the buying, buying new guns, single-handed, double-handed, buying gun skins, buying hand skins, like, damn, they did everything that I would recommend a developer to do to, uh, to make their game replayable. It's just the game does hit a wall. A couple more levels, you know, could could push it farther. And I think something like co-op would, would make it even more replayable because then I'd have a reason to go in with friends, which always makes, you know, social VRs, it's the games that I go back to endlessly. I could see an argument for 20, like I said in the beginning, but for me personally... It just came short of it, you know, 15. But that's still a damn good score. Like, props to them for, like I said, the the rankings, the the star completions, all that. That's huge props, and I think the other developers should take note because it adds a lot of replayability. And if this game didn't have those things, it would have affected so much of the experience. Value, I gave a 20. Uh, for 20 bucks, I agree with exactly what you said, 15 I could argue would be a more fair price, but it's still worth every penny at 20 bucks. I got $20 worth of enjoyment out of this game without a doubt. Easy, no brainer, you know? So that that's that's easy. I think if if you can get like a 25% off referral, you know, through a friend and stuff like that and you know, that's always a cool program that Oculus has going now. That or you see it on sale, it's a no brainer, but even at full price, 20 bucks is worth it. So 20, 15, 20, 15, 20. I gave them a 90 out of 20. So, All right, so the same yeah, same exact score. Yeah, that usually happens. You know, or we'll end up with the same total score but different, different categories. Ways of getting there. Yeah. And this in this specific one, it was the same. Yeah, so I mean, I the 4.8 had me like higher expectations too cuz I'm like you just don't rate a game that high for nothing. No, I mean, and this is I'm like how can it really be a 4.8? But it's I see where I see where they're getting it. Yeah, if you were to have 
I mean, I would rate it five star on the the review process for the store page. The store page. Yeah, like if I went and dropped a store rating on it, I would drop five stars. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They fall under our same criteria. If you looked at, if you had me read the store page of it too, and like look through the pictures, and you would have been like, is should is this an app app game that you think should be on the store? I'd be like, ooh, I'm skeptical. But after playing <laughs> it, I could see the argument for official store for this game. I could with more content. Yeah, I agree. You know, maybe 12 levels, something like that. I'm thinking like 32. 32 levels. Why not? 32 with easy, medium, and hard. Oh. Take it take it for everything it's worth. And I think they need a harder level, too. I agree. They need like an optional insane you can just do for like... I can already tell you how they do it. Purposes, just to, not even just to steal from Crisis Brigade, you get one shot, baby. You get hit, it's done. Yeah. One no, shot. Yeah, I agree with that. One shot. Then they wouldn't have to up the AI too much because no. a lot of times you will take at least one shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They could keep it just as hard as it is with hard mode, but make it so I can't get hit. Because I don't think I ever didn't get hit. I still think it needs to be a little harder. Uh, but you could do a little harder, but it doesn't one shot need to go is, so... One shot death, though, is pretty pretty damn good. I don't think I ever didn't get hit in hard mode. So I would have I would have been fucked. I think there was but... some levels in hard mode I didn't get hit. I mean, there was a whole bunch I did. Yeah. I could have twisted. There was one I even died in, but... But I'm just saying that would be a, a very simple way to add yeah. one more. One more mm-hmm. extreme would, challenge difficulty or something. I would say, too, like, don't even make it count for the three stars and like have it just be a bonus yeah it's just its own thing you're not punished if you don't do it in the top corner of because you know how they have the box and then they have the three stars in the middle you could put like in the top corner like a star or like some special signal to signify that you have beaten (laughs) it on insane mode or whatever you know there's there's options so yeah yeah, if they're they're willing to put more into it i could Mm -hmm. see the argument to say they should be on the store well and it seems like that's kind of something that meta likes to see too before they move games to the official store is more content yeah yeah is is more content coming that seems to be how are you gonna make money and how are we gonna make money Mm -hmm. and that's that's business sadly if that's not the way it goes it's like you you can't make money no nobody wins (laughs) not even a consumer because look what happens when games don't make money yeah they go (laughs) bye-bye it's a weird world it's not just on it's just not the oculus either Mm -hmm. i see I see other games that just get snatched away. So Yeah, well, I mean, Steam is a brutal market to launch a game on as an indie mm-hmm. developer. Oh, it's just so many games. That's what I mean. Imagine it's, being it's an indie too, developer. It's like trying to put your own thing Dude, into Google. <laughs> imagine being an indie developer and being like, go check out my game on Steam. <laughs> or like oh. being like, I wonder if people are going to organically find my game on Steam. No, the exposure is definitely better on like, um, how the headsets. fuck are you going to get your game found on Steam? Or the how? App Lab, I should say. There's an infinite amount of games. On, like, sometimes. Yeah, no, it, it's a little, even even looking at it. Even sometimes. From, on, from where I am, I'm like, it's it's too many. Even sometimes I'll go on, like, the PlayStation or I'm sure Microsoft's the same thing where you look at, like, the digital store. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where do I even start? Well, sometimes, I know for, like, Xbox. If they're having a really big sale, it's like I think the highest I've seen it is seven hundred and something games. On, on sale. sale? Yeah. That's so many games. Really good sales too. And that's just <laughs> the amount of games on sale. 
Yeah, but I steam too. I mean, like look at like the steam back in the day summer sales and shit. Mm-hmm. There'd be pages and pages and pages. So I I think the longer that I'm a a Quest user, a Quest fan, I think the more and more I agree with curation. Yeah, you know because if you are on the official store, you're going to get organically found. And my that's well, I mean it's I don't your have best experience opportunity that, to make money. I don't have experience, so I can't comment on firsthand. Let's be honest. But, when you, when you do get a good market, and you're on the store, you're you're legitimately your company's making mm-hmm. decent money. It's like There's I know, no doubt about that. Like I'll browse by genre on the official Quest store, and when you browse by genre, it's like not nah, most genres aren't overloaded. So it's like you're looking at like twenty games, twenty twenty five games in that genre. So if you're one of those games, there's you're a, like doing dude, all right. Yeah, I think I own every single game that's on the when you go on the store and you filter by co-op i think i own every single one of those yeah so, I hate when i look at the sales and i'm like i already own everything mm-hmm. so but think of that so it's like no all like you know like a game goes to the official store it's going to get organic exposure that a lot of other platforms can't even like something like xbox which is a very healthy ecosystem that i'm not going to talk any crap about because developers do very well there but 700 games on sale yeah it's going to be hard for your game to get seen are you going to scroll yeah, well, through 700 what, here's games? Here's what else is crazy, because the shift is like, it's also changed to like a brand new game could be released on like the Xbox Gold package. To oh, where, but yeah, it's free for you yeah, guys. Theoretically. Yeah. Just like they do with streaming services with movies that are in the movie theater, but yet you can stream it like a mm-hmm. week later. Well, on the other side, crazy. as much as I'm saying like, you know, due to the curation and that's you know, will help the organic exposure. The only reason that I think that there's not one of those services for VR with Oculus yet is library size. But once it hits the point that there's too many games, that's what they'll do. Then they'll whip out one of those services. Between that and cloud servers, it's going to be, it's going to be date. It's going to change everything. Do you remember like a year ago when there were those rumors of like that project avalanche that meta was working on of the the cloud server? I haven't heard anything of that, but if they could ever roll that out fully for you to just be able to play PC VR games without an actual computer, just off cloud server natively from your headset, like that would be such a freaking game changer. That's where Microsoft comes in. I really do think it is too. I think they've got the servers already. Well, dude, do you remember when we first started the podcast? I was saying that you should be able to play your quest on an Xbox as a counter to the PS VR. And it just makes sense. This is the partnership. This is the marriage. It's, it should happen. You know, like Mm -hmm. Xbox has the cloud servers for, for meta to completely take advantage of with cloud gaming. And then meta has the hardware for, for Xbox to now be able to, if they choose to go that route, you know, and make connectability with future Xboxes. It's like, that's a big enticement for Xbox fans. You just have to get the X Meta Pass. <laughs> I don't know. I, I no. think it was. A, I think it, it would it's be a be partnership. Interesting. Yeah, I hope it grows. I hope it continues to to go to that point that you could use a Quest on the Xbox, and that you know Microsoft fleshes out a cloud serving system for for Meta. That would be the best. The best of both worlds. I might actually, for the first time, go Xbox over Sony. <laughs> it's funny how that goes. That's funny. Uh, but anything else you want to add, add today? Give no, a shout out I'm to good. the Patreon people. Yeah. I think we covered everything with this game. All the important stuff. The nuts and bolts. Uh, go check out the Discord. Uh, 
Subscribe on YouTube. Wish my pipes luck. You know, it's supposed to be warm weather now for the rest of the week. Woo, that's awesome. Now. Yeah, but that was, you good. know, 11 below zero is extreme. Mm-hmm. With wind making it feel like 20 below. So yeah. you try being a house. You're going to go. 1900s house, you know? Yeah. You're gonna get Portuguese cool. built, you know? <laughs> All right. Any Anything else, sir? We're, we're going to wrap this baby up. No, I'm good. All right. From uh, from me, you, and Reggie, I'll say I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Uh, subscribe, rate us five stars, check out the Discord, check out the Patreon, and, you know, we'll be back in person next week, maybe even with a trifecta. We'll, we'll see. Take care.